Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Hello and welcome to the Gateway Church Cymru podcast. My name's Luke Morgan and I'm the Senior Pastor of Gateway Church. And today I'd just like to share with you the message that I spoke on Sunday morning to our church congregation. You know, a lot has changed over this last week within our world. Coronavirus has hit our world and and people's hearts are totally gripped by fear. I've never seen anything like this happen in my time on this earth. You know, I believe that these are all signs of, of the last days. The Bible actually talks about days like this, when the days before Jesus comes again. It says that in the world there'll be wars and rumours of wars. There'll be pestilence, there'll be famine, there'll be disease. And we can see that happening in our world right now. And you know, many people were caught off guard by this whole coronavirus. I'm sure that most people didn't expect this to ever happen to us, but it has. However, I want to remind you and encourage you that this situation didn't catch our God off guard. He knows all about it. You know, he was there right at the beginning when this world was formed and he'll be right there at the very end. He knows what's going to come and I'm so glad that we can trust in him for he is a good God. Today I want to share with you a word that God has laid on my heart for this season in which we're in. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2, it says, Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favourable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. You know, I really believe that this word is a word for this season. It's a word from the Lord for us. And I pray that whoever's listening to this, that you would have an open heart to hear what the Lord is saying to you and to us right now by his spirit and by his word. You know, as I said, coronavirus is rampant at this moment in time. Every time I turn on my phone or turn on the TV, there is news regarding COVID-19. And to be honest with you, it hasn't really worried me until now. Mainly because it's happening in other countries, but also because I don't fall into that high-risk category. So it hasn't really affected me personally. But that was until Friday lunchtime, when I decided to turn on the news and to see what the latest updates were. I sat down to eat my lunch. I put on the BBC uh, to see what the latest developments were. And while I was eating my food, I could feel my phone vibrating in my pocket. You know, the screen began to light up and I was receiving all these news notifications regarding this virus. I was hearing it on TV. I was receiving these notifications. I was then receiving emails from the denomination that we're part of, Assemblies of God, about how we as a church should respond to this situation. And all of a sudden, in that moment, this whole situation became very real to me. I started to get anxious and worried about what was going to happen, not only to our nation, but also to my family and to those I love and care about, and also to the church. You know, it really began to to take a hold of me. I could feel fear gripping my heart. I was thinking about the worst. But then, out of nowhere... Psalm 46 verse 1 dropped into my mind. And you know, I believe this was God totally dropping this word into my heart and into my mind right at that moment. 
because God's timing is perfect. And Psalm 46 verse 1 says that God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in times of trouble. I then opened my Bible app. I began reading that verse. I began praying over that verse. I'm praying about the whole situation. And before I knew it, I began to experience God's peace like I hadn't experienced it for a long, long time. You know, it was right in that moment that I received an important reminder from the Lord. It was a timely reminder. I was reminded that God is our refuge, that God is our strength. I was reminded that God is in this situation. And not only is he in this situation, but God is ultimately in control of this situation. You know, I thank God for that timely reminder that I had on Friday afternoon. You know, I believe that God wants to remind us as Christians and as his church at this time of some things that we might have forgotten and neglected. In the early hours of Sunday morning, there were three things that God laid on my heart that I believe he wants to remind us of. The first thing that he wants to remind us of is who we belong to. You know, in the midst of the anxiety and chaos, our spiritual vision and our focus, it can get blurred. We can get drawn into listening to all the news surrounding this deadly disease. We begin to look at the places it's affecting. We can look at the death tolls. We can look at all the restrictions that is placing on us and that it's causing. And when we begin to focus on all this news and all that's happening with this virus and this disease, fear and anxiety begins to fill our hearts and our minds. You know, we can easily fall into this trap of being totally consumed by this situation. However, I believe the Lord is wanting to get our attention at this moment in time. I believe that God is longing for us to be consumed with him and who he is. You know, Psalm 91 seems to be the psalm that everyone is clinging to at this moment in time. And I thank God for that. You know, this psalm describes the dangers that we face in this life. The author of this psalm, who many believe was Moses, he tells us about hidden traps that we face in this life. He talks about the terrors of night and the arrows that come against us at day. He talks about disasters, about how we can fall down. He even talks about fighting lions and snakes. I can't remember the last time I did that. I don't know if I ever have done that. But he talks about that. And you know, it's interesting. He also talks about deadly diseases. But you know, right from the very outset of this psalm, the psalmist, the author of this psalm, he wants to point us to the one who is above all the dangers that we would ever face in this life. He even uses four names of God to encourage us to look to God and to place our trust in him instead of looking at the dangers that we face in this world and at this moment in time instead of looking at the disease. So I'd like to read to you Psalm 91 verse 1 to 4 and it says this, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armour and protection. You know, in Psalm 91 verse 4, as I said, the psalmist, the author, he uses four names 
of God that encourage us to look at who God is at this moment in time and not look at the dangers. And the first name of God that he uses here is El Elyon. Or as it says there in verse 1, those who live in the shelter of the Most High. El Elyon, God Most High. You know, El Elyon, it means strongest of the strong. Superlative God, surpassing all others, supreme. El Elyon means above all powers and authorities. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that God is above all that he is all-powerful, he is El Elyon, he is reigning over all right now. Know today that God is in complete control. The second name that the psalmist gives us to describe who God is, is El Shaddai. Or in other words, as we see here in verse 1, he says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Know today that God is the Almighty God. El Shaddai, it means all-powerful and sufficient one who is adequate for every situation. Again, note today that God is more powerful than this disease and than anything that would ever come our way in this life. God is El Shaddai. He is the God Almighty. The third name that the psalmist gives us here for the Lord is, He is Jehovah. Or as it says there in verse 2, This I declare about the Lord. Jehovah, it means he is Lord. This name tells us that our God is a covenant-making God who is faithful to his promises. His name means I am who I am, or I will be who I will be. You know, the significance of these translations show that God is the one who is there for his people. You know, as we are reminded, even with Jesus, his name is Emmanuel, God with us. He is Jehovah. He is Lord over all. And you can look to him today. And the fourth name that the psalmist gives us for God is Elohim. Elohim. And that means he is God. And again, we read it in verse 2. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God. And I trust in him. Or he is Elohim. And this describes God as existing before the beginning of time and being the creator of the heavens and the earth and all that is in them. This name for God, it emphasizes God's power and God's strength. He is the powerful God whose greatness and glory goes beyond anything we can imagine. Despite all that's going on right now, let's remember as a people who we belong to. I believe that's what God wants to remind us of, first of all, in this season. This timely reminder, remember who God is, that he is indeed El Elyon, God Most High, that he is El Shaddai, God Almighty, that he is Jehovah, he is Lord over all, and that he is Elohim. He is God, the maker of the heavens and the earth. And if you forget all of those names, just remember that all of the names of God can be added together in the name that is above every name, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just call on the name of Jesus. Those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. His name is a tower. It is a fortress in which the righteous can run to and are safe. Call on his name in this season. Let's remember as a people who we belong to. The second thing that I believe God wants to remind us of as a church and as Christians in this moment of time He wants to remind us who we are. 
Now, you might have heard that the government in the UK may be stopping mass gatherings of gatherings of people of over 500, uh, of 500 people. Now, we aren't sure at Gateway Church Cymru what this will mean for us with regards to services and programmes. You know, unless we are told otherwise, then we're going to continue with our services. But you know, as I was praying and as I was preparing this message, the Lord reminded me of something. He reminded me that the church has never been about services and programmes. Church isn't something we do. Church is who we are. The church is the people of God. The church is a community of people who love God and who love people. Church was never meant to become an institution or another one of the many organisations or clubs, clubs that we attend. Church is meant to be the gathering of God's family, a gathering of belonging. You know, I love what it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. And I love how the message translation puts it. It says this, How blessed is God, and what a blessing He is. He's the Father of our Master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessings in Him. Long before He laid down earth's foundations, He had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of His love, to be made whole and holy by His love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift given by the hand of his beloved son. So I want to encourage you today. No matter what might come, if the government ban us gathering together, remember that doesn't change who we are. That we are the body of Christ, the family of God. We are the family of God through what Jesus has done for us. We are the church. And you know, we can take great pleasure in creating spaces and opportunities for all people to discover the same love, grace, hope and forgiveness. And the ultimate sense of belonging to Jesus at this moment in time. As I said, we might be unable to meet together, but that doesn't stop us from being the church. We are the people of God, the family of God. And so I want to encourage you to stay connected. Continue to encourage each other over the phone, through, through social media. And remember above all to pray for one another in this season. As a family should, as an earthly family should. So we as a spiritual family, as the family of God, let's stay connected. That doesn't stop us from being who we are, the people of God, the church. So I believe God wants to remind us of who we are in this season. We are the church of Jesus Christ, the family of God. It's not about services or programs. We are the people of God. And the third thing I believe that God wants to remind us of at this time is who we are reaching. As we look on our phones and at our communities, we can see that millions of people, they are totally gripped with fear right now. People are lost. People are afraid. And you know, as a result of that, they are in lockdown mode. And they're totally focused on looking after themselves. You only have to go to the local supermarkets and shops and walk down the toilet roll aisle to see how fear is revealing how self-centred people are. However, when I read my Bible and I begin looking at my Saviour Jesus Christ, I see how selfless he was. Jesus was totally the opposite. We even are reminded of that in John 3.16 which says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, 
so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Jesus gave his life for you and for me. Jesus went after the lost and I believe that this is actually an incredible opportunity for us as Christians and as a church to show others the love of Jesus and to begin reaching out to others like we never have before. You know, in Matthew 9, verse 35 to 38, it says this, Jesus travelled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. Listen to this, verse 36, it says, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without the shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. I wonder, is this God's way of getting the church and Christians out of our comfort zones and for us to start shining his light to those around us? You know, I believe this is an incredible opportunity to do that. People's hearts are gripped with fear and we at this time can share the love and peace and good news of Jesus Christ to those who don't yet know him. I also believe it's an incredible opportunity for us as a church to adapt how we do things. You know, as I said, we're not, gonna sh- we're not sure how, how things are going to happen in the days to come. But maybe this is an opportunity for us to come up with a digital strategy, strategy to get online, to, to reach people in new and different ways. You know, the truth is that is where most people are. That is where the marketplace in our time and generation is. It is through social media. You know, whatever happens though, let's remember that this is an incredible opportunity for the Church of Jesus Christ to reach others for Jesus and to tell them about the peace, hope and love that is only found in Jesus. As we come to a conclusion today, I believe that God wants to remind us that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, of power and of a sound mind. We don't have to be afraid. Instead, let's thank God for the reminder that he has given us today to remember who we belong to, to remember who we are and who we reach in. Know today that Jesus is above it all. Let's continue to encourage each other in the days to come. And let's pray for that God will protect our nation, that God will protect our communities, that God will protect the healthcare workers and our governments and our families. And most importantly, let's pray that God will intervene and eradicate coronavirus completely. I want to remind you again today, as Psalm 46 verse 1 reminds us, that God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Know that God will bring us through this season, that God is in control, and I'd encourage you today to look to him. I pray that you would know God's protection, God's blessing for you and your family in the days to come. God bless you. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcamry.co.uk. Have a great day.